The world is filled with change makers, and you might be one too. Welcome to the Nano Podcast, where we serve up bite-sized pieces of inspo from food leaders. We're your hosts, Maura Paxton and Alyssa Martinez-Newman, and you're listening to Perspectives. talk with Hannah Breckbill. So my name is Hannah Breckbill and my farm is Humble Hands Harvest. I founded Humble Hands Harvest in 2013, but we became a worker-owned cooperative and accessed permanent land in 2017. So I'm a co-farmer now. There are two, two member owners right now. As usual, our guests shared their expertise in a snackable five minutes or less. Hannah talks about how she builds climate resilience both personally and on her farm. So where we are in Iowa, it seems like the big issues related to climate change that we're seeing now, um, at any rate, are related to rainfall and severe weather. So wind as well as rain. So we're seeing a lot of heavier rainfall, like inches of rainfall in a night, as opposed to kind of a gentle half inch over the course of the night. And we're also seeing really long spells without rain. So we just had like basically two months with no rain. That was followed up by six inches of rain in a week. So it's just like really volatile in that way. So yeah, the the resilience that we have to plan for is making sure our soils can handle that kind of shifting. Um, What we're doing right now um, is is working on a no-till system in our vegetable production. Previously, we've been relying on tractor tillage for all of our veggie production, and it just wasn't working very well in the spring. We just have to wait and wait and wait to be able to get the tractor to field because it's just raining and raining and raining. And so uh, a couple of years ago in the spring, I, I made four no-till beds um, just kind of on a whim, and we planted like all of our spring brassicas into those four beds because they were the only ones that we were able to work that spring. And since then, we've kind of been working on developing our system a little bit more and learning how to direct seed like carrots into these beds and um, as well as transplanting. And and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and I'm pretty excited about what it means for our soil over time to be able to kind of hold its structure, not get turned up once or twice a year and build something really resilient. So one thing that's like mental and emotional and also just very like tangible is the fact that I live in a yurt right now. And during, I think during the first year, we had a crazy windstorm, just a blast of 60 mile an hour wind that came through for 10 minutes or something like that. But it was just a blast. And uh, and the yurt tipped um, like probably 10 degrees in. So the wall on the inside like knocked over my dresser and some other shelving that was next to the wall because it had tipped in so far. And so ever since then, that's been like just the fact of like the structure that is my home is very vulnerable to wind, makes wind a very scary thing for me. I um, I look at the forecast and the first thing that I look at most people like a temperature or rain. My first thing is like wind speed. <laughs> like what's going to be happening? Am I going to have to find a different place to sleep so that I can actually sleep at night? Um, and that kind of thing. Another thing that I think about with 
getting ready emotionally for for climate chaos is is in the realm of like community, right? Like we need we need to know that we can like take care of ourselves and each other. Like I as a vegetable farmer, like I know my role in climate chaos, right? I know that I'm gonna be seeding people and that's like my job. And that's that's feels good to like know my role, and I feel like a lot of people in the world don't really understand what their role is yet. And so I think a lot about like bringing people into like understanding the basics of like we need each other <laughs> for various reasons, and and we can be useful to each other, and and we need you know we need good soil, and we need the earth. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I feel like because my work is so close to the land and so aware of the the weather, maybe I'm, you know, I'm sounding an alarm sooner than other people are thinking to. And and being the alarm sounder is not actually that fun because because people think you're making a big deal out of something that doesn't need to be a big deal or in their lives or whatever. And so I don't exactly know how to do it, how to get everybody ready, you know, not just myself, but like everybody. Just to recap, remember this key takeaway from Hannah's thoughts on climate resilience. Make your plans around the needs of your region. Hannah is planning for shifts specific to Iowa. Don't forget to check out the rest of Hannah's episodes and subscribe. Be sure to also follow us on Instagram at Oregon Tilts for even more inspo from food leaders.